a gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves, well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so today we have Yara De La Torre on the show. Yara breaks down astrology in a way that's easy for you to understand and use in your daily life. I've wanted to talk to Yara for years, actually, but I'm most excited about where her life has gone today. So it feels very timely to get to sit down and talk with her. Yara, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me today. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, I know that we've been meaning to talk for years, but I... I agree with you. I think that now was the most perfect divine time to do it. Yeah. I was like driving back from lunch just right now with my husband. And I don't know how this will resonate with you, but I wanted to share that I feel in the past and we can talk about it if you, if you feel called to, I felt like before I wanted to have you on because of something that happened to you. Mm -hmm. And today I want to have you on to talk about like who you are because of it. Oh, I love that. Oh, that just gave me chills. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's been a journey. You know, back in 2019, I I got a lot of exposure in the world of beauty um, because I had a big life obstacle, right? Like a big happening. And to the public eye, it was obviously really like, traumatic and transformational and very like inspiring and motivational which was like the big thing because in 2019 I became paralyzed from the waist down and I had been doing hair since age 16 at this time I was 29 I had just opened my salon less than a year ago and like what I did at the time, which was the inspirational part of it, was I just picked up right where I left off. I took five months break um, from going to work, and then I just went back into the salon, continued doing hair, continued leading my team, continued teaching. And, you know, of course, looking back at it now, I'm like, holy shit, like 29-year-old Yara was actually so badass. Like, that is a really cool thing to get exposure for. And, um And it really helped me connect more with the community that I, that I love, which is the hairstyling community. And then it opened up doors, um, not just for myself, but for honestly, for the disability community at the time, there was no other really like person doing hair from a wheelchair. So it just brought this whole other side of like, what is possible um, for not just people in wheelchair, but people in disabilities within our beauty industry. And that has been beautiful. But the truth of what really went down um, emotionally, psychologically, physically, and spiritually for me, you know, behind closed doors, and like even the way that my injury did happen and the, the transformation that came from um, from that experience um was so dark and was so painful and was actually so much more traumatic than just losing my ability to walk that it wasn't until 2021 that I really 
hit like this moment where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, where am I? I, I, I am tired of being called inspirational and motivational. And part of that reason was because I wasn't being true to myself in a, in a lot of ways. So the journey that began in 2019 was the beginning, the physical and the mental of it. But the journey that really began in 2021, two years later, and who I am today going into 2024 is really where the magic is. And I'm so happy to share that now. I know I'm like so emotional because like when I was driving, I was like, oh my God, this all makes sense. Like there was something that like held me back from wanting to like have that conversation. Hmm. Oh, I love that, Lindsay. I want to be emotional too because, you know, um, every podcast and pretty much like magazine article or anything that that um, that happened between that period of time before 2021, I, I it was it was a lie, <laughs> you know. So it's not something I'm proud of. And do you think in that time it was a lie or was it someone trying no. to figure it out? Oh my God. Yeah. I was totally figuring it out, but you know, the gist of it and for the people listening, um, I'll just summarize the full thing. My injury was not an accident at all. I had been in a relationship with an individual two years prior to my injury who was extremely abusive in every single way to me and my daughter. And I, I was in this relationship where I was totally oppressed <laughs> in every single way. And I was beat down every day, emotionally, mentally, uh, oftentimes physically, financially. And um, the night of my injury, I was pushed off a second story by this person. And because I was already in such a narrative where I had been manipulated for so long. I had already, I had already made excuses and lied so many times to defend this person, to keep up uh, the image of what I thought I wanted, which was a happy family. And like, um, you know, I really was a young, impressionable 26 year old when I met this person. And I really wanted to be a good partner. I really wanted to be a good mother. I really wanted to be a good hairstylist. I really wanted to be a good, um, like, a balayage educator. I really was trying so hard to ensure that every piece of my life just was the way that I pictured this, like, American dream to be. And I had already been trained for so long to abandon myself and to abandon my own needs in order to keep peace in order to keep the image going that when this happened, obviously when you're in a relationship with a person who is abusive and manipulative, you know, there's this period of time where they're like, I'm sorry, I love you. You know, we're going to be together forever. And like, it was all for their own self-preservation and it worked really well. I was like in my twisted mind of being a victim, I thought maybe this will be the moment when they realize that I really love them. You know, maybe this will keep us together forever, like how I always wanted. So I continued to do everything that I could in order to just continue on this life that I had worked so hard to build. And that, you know, I've always been a go-getter. I've always been a fighter. And I said, this is not going to hold me back. 
I'm going to continue moving forward. And to be honest, the abuse got worse after my injury. Like then it became um, a moment in time where I was, the reason why I went back to work only five months later is because I had no choice. It wasn't necessarily in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, I felt safe at work, you know, and I think that maybe if any of the listeners have ever dealt with an abusive relationship, <laughs> thank God for our jobs, right? Because that was the place where I felt like myself only. And like, that was the place where I would like skate to, right? Like behind a chair, I was like, I was happy and I wasn't thinking about my own problems. And with the girls at the shop, I didn't, you know, I just hid everything from everyone. So everyone thought everything was just fine. So in those moments, um, I could feel peace. So there was that. And there was also like a whole nother level of like, it became my responsibility to pay for everything um, after that. So I went back uh, to work after feeling the need for it and, and, you know, the work that I do now, which is so much more spiritual based, I talk a lot about alchemy and transforming energy. And I really feel like we are able to transform any kind of energy, even something that seems like really bad and make it into something really beautiful. And that's what I was trying to do even from that moment. So going back to circling back to was it a lie? It was my truth at the time, and I was doing yes. the best that I could. Yes, and I think so many people can relate to trying to do it to be good. Like, like I, I can remember being like, I want to be a good hairstylist, a good wife, and I say like, good gets in the way of being real. And I, I feel like so many of us have seen on the outside when we've had you know childhoods where maybe we didn't see like you know, we saw in movies and things like what a, what a happy life looks like. So then you kind of grow up and if you're a hairstyle, like, I think everyone, you know, can relate to that. Not even just hairstyles, but like me as a hairstylist, it's like, I kind of was like, who am I supposed to check in with to make sure I'm doing it right? Like, I think it looks right, but I feel like it doesn't feel right. Like there's something like I'm missing some piece that would make, give this like some like, uh, emotion or something like and I, I I think you know I always feel we learn best through extreme experiences and stories and that's why I think like someone listening to this I think everyone would relate to part of your story although your story is a pretty extreme version of it but I I, I do feel like we oftentimes learn best from someone who it's like I felt like that too but like I have such empathy for your your resiliency to even be back in the salon and to be, and I even say about having a podcast, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm always living at my highest truths. If you go back to episode four bombs away, you know, I don't know what, <laughs> don't know what she said. I don't even know that person, but she got me to today. So I can't not be grateful for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even when you were talking, I was thinking about how the reason why I wanted to talk to you today was one of your, your Instagram posts caught my eye and it was talking about astrology and where the world's going and energy. And I was like, even as you were just talking, I was like, I, I, I was drawn to you based on something completely separate to what I initially, what initially put you on my radar. And that I felt like that is so cool. And it's such a cool 
thing for people to see, you know, like you're not what happens to you. And it's so cool that like, when you do follow your curiosity, when you follow your heart, like everything you do is so informed by what happened, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be what draws the people that are meant for you to you, Mm. you know? Yes. Oh my goodness. That is so good. Because I'm like, I'm like, I, you were on my radar. I was interested in you, but when you follow your passion and where you're going, I'm like, I want to talk to her because like she's lived, she has experiences. She's had, she has like a story that gives her like a level of authenticity, but that's not why I want to talk to her. I, what she's doing interests me. That's fucking cool. So can we get into, Mm. um, thank you for sharing all that. First of all, because that was, I I know it's going to help a lot of people, but I'm most excited to talk about what you shared about and and how you've transformed and alchemized that energy because that's, I just think it's cool. Oh my God, we can totally talk about that, right? So like I said, I've been a hairstylist forever. For a while, I dabbled into like hair color education. And then like in 2021, everything came to a halt and I was like, I'm fucking like closing it all. I had actually like launched an online course that was so successful and brought in over $30,000 and I trashed it. I was like, and this is all at the same time that like all of these other things were happening. I finally was like waking up to the reality of my relationship. And I was like, I got to get out of here. I'm closing down the course. I don't care. And now you fast forward to what I do now, which I um, recently have embodied and accepted and embraced the title of astrologer. And I also consider myself to be a life and business guide, maybe not even so much of a coach. And and I definitely can recognize my ability to help others heal, right? Um, So that's my main focus of work. And it's very astrology heavy because astrology is something that I have always been fascinated with. Um, It was the only thing that my mother really allowed that was like of like the occult or mysticism because she was very like Christian and I went to Christian schools my whole life but my mother was also a Leo so she like was okay with zodiac signs because if you know anything about astrology Leos are just very self-indulgent okay (laughs) so um astrology was always like okay in her eyes so it always I was always naturally like drawn to it And it was sometime between 2020 and 2021 that I began just taking more notice to the moon cycle. So I'm like, what was going on astrologically? And it was like this pool, this like gravitational, like magnetism that I just found and I could not stop myself. And I hadn't felt like this about anything since I was 16 years old going to beauty school. So I had eliminated all these other parts of my life that seemed to have been that structure, right? That like that I had worked so hard for because everything was coming to an end. Everything was falling apart. And instead of me fighting so desperately hard to keep it together, like I did back in 2019, I was like, fuck it. Like, let it all just shed to pieces. Like, what if I am alone for the rest of my life? Who cares? What if... I am not a successful balayage educator with thousands of people in my email list. What if 
you know, I'm not like I even stopped like going on Facebook because I realized that every time that I went on Facebook, I felt like 16 year old Yara. And I had this like fear before I had come clean about what really happened the night of my injury, which, by the way, didn't happen until like six months after my breakup. So there was this really big period of isolation and like being a hermit from November 2021 until about close to like the end of the spring of 2022, where I just retreated and healed and studied and allowed myself to not be attached to anything, to not have titles placed upon me, to not care about what people's opinions are of me you know like it was like I had been doing that for so long and the pressure just built up and built up and built up and like I could hold it but it was exhausting so I just retreated and in that retreat I discovered gifts that were hidden within me and um the journey of that has been such a beautiful discovery and awakening to the person that I've always been, but never saw. Yeah. Um, and seeing my worth and also learning that my light and my love is all very much needed, but needs to be directed to the right people. And through that, you know, we all shine brighter. So um, I'm not the only one who's gone through this major transformation because actually astrologically, it's not a coincidence that this began for me towards the end of 2021. There are some like big transits that happened. It's an 18 month period of time. And it coincides with the eclipses that go on. We have eclipses every, about twice a year. We have four of them each time. Um, and eclipses are really cool. If you're interested in astrology at all, eclipses is kind of like how I got into it because they are moments of faded events happening for you individually and for us as a collective in which things happen that are beyond our control and they are meant to push us further into our path and it can be really drastic and a little chaotic and particularly in november 21 2021 we began the eclipses that were in the signs of scorpio and taurus so these eclipses work in sister signs and Scorpion and Taurus have to do with matters of death, transformation, resources, value, self-worth. So I am not the only one. We all have been through since November 2021 until uh, the last eclipse just closed out on October 28, 2023. And that was the last one in Taurus. We've completed a story of seeing our own work seeing who we are in this world. What do we place our worth and our value in? And realizing that we're not our titles, that we're not how much we make, that we're not, um, you know, what other people think about us, that we are worthy and we are able to 
shine fully just for being here. Like our worth is our birthright. Well, even when you were talking earlier, I was thinking about when I had my friend on my podcast, who I worked as a hairstylist with like 17 years ago, she is now an angel reader. And when she did my reading, she's like, you like hair, but it's not your heart anymore. And I said, yeah, it's not. I was like, I'm still pretending to be a hairstylist. And I, and I was like, you're, you're an angel reader. She's like, I am, but I'm always grateful to being a hairstylist. And I think as you were talking, it was like, and your story is such an example of like these identities we have for ourselves. It's like, even if I keep doing hair, I'm not a hairstylist. I'm Lindsay. And, yeah. I, and I, and I do hair and I, and I do some hair. And I, I think that it's so fascinating how I found myself. I even have like a quote in my, my deck. That's like, you're allowed to be more than one thing. And I feel like I, I think for so long, and I think society makes it this way where we feel so attached to being like, if someone asks us, who, who are you? You want to be like, I'm a hairstylist. I'm Lindsay. I'm a hairstylist. And it's like, who fucking cares? Like I have clients that I've never asked them what they did. And when they had to go, they said, Oh, I've got court. I'm like, Oh, what happened? Did you get like a parking ticket? She's like, Lindsay, I'm a lawyer. I'm like, <laughs> no shit. And I think there's something to all of that. Like, and there's like a process and a journey and having your life, the life that you thought you were meant to live blow up. And I, I can relate to a lot of that. It's such a, not initially, but there are gifts in it. Not everything makes sense, but it's like, there are gifts. It's like, oh my God, I'm not Lindsay, the hairstylist. You're not Yara, the hairstylist, balayage, blah, 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 blah. And it's cool if you do that a little, but it's not who you are. Yeah. And like, can you speak to that process a little bit too? And I love the astrology like woven in, but just, I think there's so many people that feel like they're getting their validation or worthiness, like you were saying from the thing that they do, instead of recognizing that like they are what make it work and that it's just a title that they're putting on, on top of their magic. I love that question. Um, well, you know, I have a friend who's traveling Europe right now, and uh, she said something so interesting to me. She said, since I've gotten here and I've had conversations with everyone, nobody's asked me what I do. And I was like, wow. She's like, yeah, I think that's a very American thing, like a very, like, capitalist, like, what do you do so I can place you in a box in my mind? Right. Like, are you a doctor or you do you work at a grocery store? Like, you know, and it's like this thing that we've been so preconditioned to think that, like, what you do is who you are and what your role is in society. And I think that we're really stepping away from that on like a global level of like what you do is what matters. And we're really trying to to break down those societal standards and realize that there's so much more in like community. Like we don't have to do it alone. And um, I think that that work starts within us. And if it feels like you want to go somewhere else with your life. And this has been a theme all week for me and my clients. If it feels 
Like you are ready for the next level. But you're conflicted and there's this blockages of like, I don't know which path to take or I don't feel like Yara, the hairstylist, would be able to do this, you know. That is causing you stagnation. So if you're having a higher calling, the first step to being able to fulfill that higher calling that you probably don't know what it is. And that's the beauty of this is that you learn, you become who you're meant to be in the journey to get there. But the first step is the hardest part and it's the getting started and how you get started, how you take the first step into the unknown and you become the fool and tarot is the card zero and it's literally leaping into the abyss is by not attaching yourself to anything that you've been. And again, this has been another theme, like you have to let the old version of you down to rest fully and realize, and this is something that I've learned time and time again, first physically, when I was laying down in an ICU bed and I kept on rethinking all the different ways that this could have gone. If I wouldn't have said that, if I wouldn't have like stood up for myself, this wouldn't have happened. And if I would like all the fucking things and I would just continue to think if I can just go back to like wearing my heels, if I can just go back to like fitting in my jeans, if I could just go back. And then there was this fucking moment of like actual realization where it's like, you can't go back. Like you physically cannot go back. Will you ever be able to walk again? Maybe. But is it going to look like that old version of you? No, like that Yara died and you need to let her go. And you need to let go of all the things that you thought were her so that you can move into the person that you are going to become, which can still experience love and joy and success. And, and, and I think that sometimes it's really hard for us to put those versions of us to die or to rest because we feel like if we do that, um, you let go of everything that you were and like, who are you now? But What's beautiful is that it's an energetic shift that you have to do. You're like, okay, I'm going to release that, but I am still here. And then you realize along the journey that you are a combination of all of that experience. You didn't leave it behind. You're building upon it. But you're not able to begin building upon that until you mourn and let go of those old versions, those old titles, so that you can become who you came here to be. Right, right. Like when you were saying that, it's like, I was thinking about releasing everything so that what's meant to remain does and what isn't, you can actually see if what needs to go. Cause I think we sometimes hold on to the known. And I do agree with you. Like the theme you said, you've seen with your, your clients and in your life this week, I'm like, I feel so many people are ready for their next level, whether it's like taking their current business to the next level or leaving a career behind there. And that's, I think that's initially why we were going to talk. It's like, what's going on? Like, and I, I, as you were just speaking, I was like, this episode has to be next week. We can't, we can't wait. This is going to the front of the line. Sorry. Um, so what is, what is happening? Because I think what you just said is like a universal thing right now. So the notes have changed now from Taurus to Scorpio. We are starting a new 18 month story. And these, this time we're doing it in the signs of Aries, 
who am I? I am is Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac and the sign of Libra. Who are we? Community relationships. So there's going to be this whole new set of eclipses that just began that is going to push us into really now that we know our worth and like who we are, who we came here to be, you may not know exactly who you are yet, but you know that you need to show up. So you're, we're going to experience moments and opportunities for us to show up and be like, hey, this is me in experience for a sign of the Zodiac. Aries is a baby. Like, here I am. I am a baby at this, but I am here with a mission. I know that I am worthy of, of this. And I am going to show up. And in in return, that is going to bring more balance into the way that we relate to others, the other side of the axis. So this is going to be a really big theme for the next 18 months of showing up, um, being unafraid, right? Aries is all about like, here's my messy product. I'm going to show it. I'm going to show up messy, but I'm going to show up true. And it is going to allow us to get to know ourselves better. Now that we have this deeper sense of um, of trust and of stability, of knowing that what makes us stable and worthy is just being here, now we get to experiment a little bit so that you can show your authentic self boldly with that fire energy that Aries um, mm -hmm. brings us. And then there will also be a lot of opportunities to release and shed. Like right now, actually, at the time of this recording, which is November 29th, Venus, the planet of love, is conjuncting, perfecting the south node in Libra. So this is pushing us to see parts of um, our shadows and karmic um, karmic contracts and karmic lessons that maybe we've pushed to the side. And it's going to ask us, like, how can you stand up for yourself and make room and end this karmic cycles and remove the people that are not meant for you. And so you can call in more of the people that are meant for you. I relate to all of that. I'm like, okay, that, that tracks all that tracks. Not that I'm not that, I'm that knowledgeable, but I'm like, she's not wrong. I'm telling you right now. Um, wow. Thank you. You know, it's fascinating uh, because the, the cosmos is really what helped me get through the deepest, darkest, loneliest parts of my transformation because I started following the moon and this is part of the work that I do now. I have a moon membership, which um, when you join, you get two pre-recorded workshops, one around the full moon, one around the new moon. And when there's eclipses, the workshops are on the eclipses and it allows you to learn what kind of energies are playing out right now in the cosmos and what sort of focus you should put your energy into in your life. So when I tell you this is what's happening, you go, oh, that makes sense. Okay, so I'm going to work on that. And it's like you and the universe are like doing the same thing together, you know, instead of right. like being like, why the fuck is all this happening? Excuse right. Me. And and I think, no, I, I love swearing. Um, no, I was also thinking so often we want to outsource like to other people, like tell me what the thing to do is. And that's what I think is so cool about this is it's like in what you're describing of like, no, you're on base. You feel like there's a reason why you feel like that. And I think that that's like so much of the journey back to ourselves is like 
not outsourcing that validation. And what you're saying, it's like, it's amazing how much what you shared resonates. And then like it connects people with themselves. Cause like when you were talking earlier about your story, which I relate to a lot of it, having had a different story, it's like every time we deny our truth, we lose a little more of ourselves. And so for you to uncover the gifts that you have, like, it's like we, we slowly chip away at our own knowing to the point where we're like, I'm looking around at everyone. Like I can't even get my password set with Comcast because I can't tell them my favorite color. Like that's where it gets to. <laughs> it's a dumb example, but yeah. it's like, that's pathetic, Lindsay. The, the, when, they, when, the, when the operator on the phone says you need to call back when you can answer what your favorite food and your color is, like it's not like extreme. It's just like, you can't do that. You need to go sit and stare at a wall for a while and connect with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. And, and yeah, if, you know, I think we all get called to what it is that it's going to help us, but this was my medicine. And now I get to share the same medicine with the world. And like you said, help people get back to themselves. Like I am not, I'm not, I'm a mirror, you know, I'm not here to heal anybody. I am here to just yes. give tools that will help you heal yourself, which it's amazing. Yeah. So for people like they, they'll want to meet with you. I know that, but what are some steps that someone can take and like that maybe you took to like start that process? Cause like I said, like if you can f- uncover this gift, what are other people capable of? Because you came back from something and I just want to say that, I mean, like your story is, it, to me, having heard your story today, it, I'm more inspired than I was. Like, you are you know, you said you got tired of being that inspirational story. And like, I just think your actual true story is so much more inspiring than the one that, like the cheap version that, you know, people clapped from the cheap seats in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I feel that now too. Now I'm able to embody that and feel good about being inspirational from a place of honesty and empowerment. Um, I made a post about this today. I would say that if you're just starting, you know, if you're just ready to begin doing things differently, there's like three very easy steps that are not easy, but easy to say. Simple, not easy. That's what Nina Kovner says from Passion Squared. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So the first would be uh, to come to acceptance with everything that has been, every mistake, every shortcoming, every action that you've taken that's led you to this place. Uh, just be compassionate with yourself and, and trust that it's all been part of the journey and that you are here now in awareness and with the ability to become accepting of it, which will then lead you to be able to move forward. And the next step will be um, to get really clear to determine what it is that you want more of in your life, right? And like I know this question is thrown around a lot in the online community, but whenever I first began uh, doing like my calling in more things because I was in such a dark place, I wasn't calling in fucking like millions of dollars and like a Rolls Royce or whatever, you know, like people like want to manifest. I was like, what do you need in your life that you're not getting right now? I was like, respect. Literally people who respect me because I was surrounded by people who put me down. And like, so really become very real and raw and honest with yourself and see what is missing in your life. What do you need more of support, tenderness, love, um, you know, 
clarity, uh, nature, whatever it is, get really clear on what it's going to nurture you at this time. And then the following step would be to begin eliminating. And um, you're going to hold dear to those values of those, those desires that you have of things that you want more of in your life, more respect, more empathy, more support, and then do a sort of uh, inventory in your life and begin making space between you and the people and places and situations that are not bringing you that. And I always tell people, you don't need to communicate this to anybody. These standards can be yours to just hold. And the more you hold on to that, the more trust you build with yourself. When you do what you say you're going to do, you begin to build trust with yourself and you begin to reconstruct yourself. I, I love that. Cause yeah, like what I was saying earlier, it's like, you don't realize you're doing it at the time, but you slowly erode that trust with yourself. And then it becomes like, well, now what? Mm-hmm. So I love what you're saying about how like just keep promises to yourself. And I, I used to think like I had like three people send me this meme that was like, when you come out of your people pleasing era and you come in a little hot. And I was like, why is everyone sending me this? Is this a <laughs> but I also was like, this is so me. Like when I start to get boundaries, I'm like, fuckers, I've got boundaries now. And it's like, oh my God, boundaries are so not with other people. Kind of like what you're saying, like these these promises, these truths, these things that you keep for yourself. It's like, I feel like I, I had it wrong in the beginning around how it's like, I told you I had boundaries. It's like, no, you're, if you listen, if you, if you listen to yourself and you trust your own boundaries, you will get up from that table when they you're are not respected. There's not even any need for conflict. You just walk oh. away. <laughs> it's like an additional step you add in. So you can be like, I'm, I'm on my way to healing when you're like, no, I'm just here to fight people. I love that. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks so, for... yeah, what could... Okay, so we're going to leave people because I don't want this to be over. Like, we're going to leave people with like, okay, they're doing that. But like between now and the end of the year, knowing what you know about astrology, what is one more nugget you could give people? Because well, when I say people, I'm always talking about me. But But I just think like these last like four weeks of the year, I would say because we have this Venus transit and then we have Mercury retrograde happening in December, I would say do not go back to the old way that you used to do things. Do not repeat the same mistakes. Let go of anything that is ready to be let go of. If you've already let go of something and it comes back, let it go again. And don't be afraid to allow everything to walk and for you to have a clear like blank space because once mercury comes back into retrograde in capricorn you are going to go through a reconstruction period and you're going to be able to reconstruct your foundation and you want to do that without any old karmic things holding you back shit that sounds good so where can people find you how can they work with you what's what's your schedule like we we all want to know um, you can always find me open for conversation in my dms and instagram at yara.delatore um and if you would like to work with me one-on-one i have coaching containers available and i also have single sessions available for astrological readings tarot readings a combination of both and you can find all of that inside yardelatoria.com 
Oh, I'm so excited. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm ending this call and I'm headed to book my session. Yeah, thank you. Actually, um, just for this, it's a little tiny bit that I wasn't planning on it, but for your listeners and for you, yes. if you 20% off, you can use the code LUCKYSTAR, all caps. Lucky Star for 20% off. Yes. Okay, perfect. Well, this episode, I was going to move it to the top, but I'm definitely, it's definitely going to be next week's. Ah, it's okay. Thank you, Lindsay. It's been lovely. Thank you.